he didn't chuckle, but I kind of chuckled because I thought about it. It's like, well, you got murder suspects, you got people doing drugs and yes, selling drugs exactly. and so on and so forth. And I'm asking a police officer if he's going to drive <laughs> to north of San Antonio <laughs> to knock you, on the Tony. door <laughs> and see if this is the guy. Put the pressure on him. I've seen TV before. I know how it works. Is, is, is that a 15-minute drive or is that an hour and a half drive? San Antonio is about 210 miles from here. I'm Tony and welcome to the Jeep Talk Show, the premier show for Jeep enthusiasts and hardcore off-roaders. Whether you're new to the Jeep world or a seasoned Jeeper, we've got you covered with the latest news, tips, and advice to help you get the most out of your Jeep. On tonight's episode, the news story that we'll start with is Jeep Recalls JL and JT Exploding Clutches. Josh, hasn't this been a problem in the past or something, wasn't it? A problem with the... Deja vu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, gee. And uh, and Newbie Nuggets, Ladies Off-Road Challenge. That'll be uh, from Wendy. Yep. And, and in the Gladiator update, Lawbreaker wins again. You'll find out more when we get there. <laughs> and our must-have stuff for your Jeep, dash-mounted dual phone holders. It's, a, I guess, a his and hers uh, situation. That's a good Can't way to put to. it. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? It's time for the Jeep Talk Show with hosts Tony, Josh, Wendy, and Chuck. Hey, I'm Josh, and I love the smell of new tires almost as much as I like the smell of freshly cut wood. Oh, good ones. Yeah. <laughs> and howdy, it's Wendy, and I'm participating in an off-road challenge, and I have all the details to share with you. Ladies, you don't want to miss this one. I, I honestly, I can't wait because the you've reported on this stuff in the past. This time you're participating. I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. Can't wait. Literally. <laughs> well, here we go again, Jeepers. Uh, Jeep is get, uh, having another recall put out. This time it's with the JL and the JTs uh, for once again an exploding clutch issue. Now I swear Tony is the fault for this one. He jinxed it. <laughs> oh, uh, because he did I, it. <laughs> it was just last week we we were talking about this. Everything was all fine and dandy. All of a sudden the topic gets brought up, and now we have seventy thousand recalls of of these Jeeps getting uh, because they they're they're going to explode. I mean, for all intents and purposes, that that is technically what is happening. Now, the documents filed with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, the NHTSA, uh, says that under some circumstances, the clutch pressure plate on the JLs and the JTs can overheat due to friction, which I thought was their job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, hello. Uh, I thought that the pressure plate was, you know, it, anyways. So the clutch plate could rapidly fracture um, is what they're calling it. I That's it, kind of like saying uh, something is going to go through a rapid unplanned disassembly. <laughs> I like blowed up. They are blowed up. It's going to plode. But obviously, if something like that is going to explode uh, inside the transmission, uh, things could get really ugly really fast. Uh, obviously, parts could get into places they shouldn't be. Uh, the explosion could be a varying of degrees, and obviously this could lead to a fire uh, in worst-case scenarios. Uh, there has been one reported injury, uh, so this has happened wow. uh, to where the, the explosion has caused fire and injury to at least one person. This is not something that we can ignore at this point. Uh, wow. There are 70,000 different JL and JTs that are affected on this. This does affect uh, all 2018 through 2023 Wranglers. And model year 2020 through 2023 Gladiators, both with a manual transmission only. So if you have an automatic transmission, you don't have to worry about this at all. So if you got a manual and you got a 2018 to 2023 Wrangler or 2020 to 2023 Gladiator, 
this is affecting you and you need to pay attention. So let me jump ahead and ask a question. I'm going to predict that uh, the fix for this is a nice ballistic bell housing uh, blanket. Is that what the how is this how they're going to fix it? <laughs> no, and um, nobody gets that unless you unless you know about drag racing. <laughs> well, because because this is almost the exact same recall as what happened in 2020, um, and and so far, at least from what they can tell, there is no defects. There is nothing that was made what? wrong. Yeah, so, how, so it's so not it's it? not a manufacturer. So what they're oh, saying it's, is it's, it's a, a design flaw. <laughs> So, so they're using oh. off-the-shelf parts, you know, and 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 it's supposed sure. to go into the transmission this way. Um, they designed it to work a certain way under certain RPMs. It's not, uh, and so the design is wrong. They need to fix the design. There needs to be some machining, some possibly new part selection, uh, some different material selection. I don't know because right now, because it's not a defect in the part, they don't know how they're going to fix it. I, I have an idea. Uh, Centerforce.com. I was just going to say, you know, if you, if you were smart and listened to the Jeep Talk yeah. Show and already always turn to the aftermarket, you would never have to have this problem. Yes. Well, yeah, Jeep absolutely. uses aftermarket all the time. I, I think well, it all they should for sure do this. I yeah. think it depends on on what kind of uh, price they can get. Is the problem uh, that we have? That is the problem. And Wendy and Tony are both absolutely one hundred percent right. The aftermarket would have an immediate and bulletproof fix for this, but it would be way too expensive. And I think honestly, a lot of the immediate knee jerk uh-huh. reactions to this: Hey, we're just going to swap out the transmission. Hey, let's put it in a completely different transmission. You know, it's going to add up very quickly. So, wait so a minute. this needs to be cost effective as <laughs> yes, well. Yes, but hold on a second. I mean, whatever the cost is for Center Force, the, the, sorry, my brain Center just Force. died. Yeah. Thank you. Center Force Collect. Sorry about that, guys. Um, that would be minimal compared to the marketing and the actual bad press yeah. of, hey, there's one more recall in Jeep. I mean, somebody's not thinking at the top up there. We need to get Jim back on the show and let's have a discussion with him. So, you, so know, you I, got to think you get a pretty good uh, discount for buying 70,000 uh, clutches at once, though. Yes, you would. And believe me, <laughs> they would, would be think. happy to yeah. do it. <laughs> so, you know, it's a it's a profit deal. <laughs> I know, the, the guys over at Center Force are just frothing at I the bit right now. Like, I'm like, okay. I like that Tony guy. He's got a, a good way of thinking. <laughs> Well, that's pretty much what's at the crux of all of this is, uh, you know, both time and money, essentially. Um, and because and they don't know what the fix is going to be exactly. Again, it's, it's, a, it's a, a design flaw. If it was a part defect, they could just be like, okay, that part is bad. We need to swap it out with something different. Um, that may not be, that may be just like the tip of the iceberg for this fix. Uh, we don't know yet. So it's essentially um, the, the people who are building the, the transmissions. And I don't know if it's exactly the, with the transmission or the clutch itself, if it's, if it's something in between the two. You know, um, I, I'm not exactly sure how deep this goes. If it's just clutch, if it's, all, if it's the transmission as a whole, you know, I'm not entirely sure yet. Um, the, the technical specs on this recall so far are pretty, you know, let's just call it lax. Uh, because again, they don't know exactly how deep this goes. It's a design flaw, not a defect. So, yeah, it, it's unfortunately, and, well, and that's why they're also going to hold off on on letting all the Jeep owners know what's going on. The the uh, the, the notifications aren't going to go out until like mid-April at the earliest. What? Wait a minute. Yeah. we've had we've so had this discussion I, before. Why they wait a month and a half to tell you? Well, if you could have a. 
Part of it is they've got to make sure that they've got the support structure in place through the dealer network to make sure the dealers have the parts, that the dealers have the availability, that they have the service technicians, that the service technicians know how I to handle the recall. So there's going to be but, training involved in parts and yes. supply chain. You know, There's a lot of moving parts to a recall. So unfortunately, it's not something that, I mean, despite the severity and yeah. the and the potential for harm and injury the wheels kind of move a little slow and that's a good question wendy what what is the liability so if if in the meantime because we know that the recall is out it's going to be announced i mean as far as, far as uh, through the nhtsa it has been announced but the owners don't know yet unless they've got their thumb in the pudding like we do what happens in the meantime exactly if somebody if the transmission were to blow up in in uncle paul's truck and and he gets injured who's liable at that point and and is he let's say that happens to his 2020 gladiator his 2018 wrangler 2018 wrangler in 2023 is now five years old is that out of warranty at that point oh good question that's a really so, good question so you know how much is the warranty and the recall and liability all going to play together if there's injuries mm -hmm. involved with the vehicle is out of warranty or the vehicle is, you know, um, it got a lot of miles on it or something like that. You know, there's, there's a lot of questions here. And unfortunately, we don't have any answers. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. Uh, none of this has anything to do with the manual transmission. It's just the clutch, pressure plate, clutch disc, yada, yada, throw out bearing maybe. Just the, the, well, and the that, piece that, that engages question. the transmission. That was the question that I was uh, raising earlier. Does this go any deeper than the clutch? Does this go into the transmission? Is, th is there something in the design of the transmission that is causing the design of the clutch not to work? You know, mm -hmm. So I, th I think that that's why I'm saying there's a lot more questions than answers. We don't know how deep this is going to go because we don't know how what the fix looks like yet. Well, I think once we, yeah. once we understand what the fix looks like and how they're going to address this, we can determine, uh, okay, obviously this doesn't go any further than, than the clutch plate. That's all that the re or the, that the fix is going right. to take care well, of. Well, the reason why I was asking is because there. of Andrew, a uh, JTS team member. He recently won uh, a 2022 or 2023 uh, JLU, and he had to have his transmission replaced, uh, I believe. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, oh. so that's the reason why I was asking this is because mm. it's really strange. He thought it was his clutch and it very well could have been an ish clutch issue as well. Maybe one yeah. that hadn't exploded yet, right. yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, he, he had it, uh, you know, of course it's under warranty. I think it has less than 5,000 miles on it. And uh, he uh, turned it in and I think it took a, about three weeks for them to Good replace God. the transmission because they just <laughs> didn't have the parts. Yeah. Wow. So uh, that's the reason why I was asking is because it it, it 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 I wonder if it's just a I don't know could the, I wonder if the transmission could be causing the issue when you when you say a design issue yeah and that that's so that's the questions that what I, why I'm saying there's more questions than answers is because right. mm -hmm. we know at this point it's not just a faulty part if it was that it would be obviously very cut and dry very black and white the fix would be simple we wouldn't be having this conversation um, uh -huh. but. I just it's wanted to get it out that. there so that the listener uh, could, uh, you know, if they have a, a, a manual transmission, uh, it may not be your clutch. It may be the transmission itself. So, uh, the, wow. you know, it, when you start having an issue, and, and Andrew should have done this immediately, but when you start having an issue, don't assume it's the clutch. Get it in, especially if it's under warranty. Get it in, get it checked out, and uh, Jeep will appreciate it. <laughs> they won't. Well, and that's just it. With these, some of these guys with, you know, a 2018 Wrangler that's, you know, five years old now are knocking on the door thereof. I mean, they may have 20,000 or 100,000 miles on that vehicle by now. 
um, you know, it's possible. Yep. Uh, you know, I've, I'm sure there are some high mileage 2018, 2019s out there. Uh, and and that'll probably well out of warranty just by mileage alone. Uh, hmm. So I, I'm hoping that those guys, uh, those Jeepers aren't left in the wind um, when, you know, when all this kind of comes to comes to finale. I'm going to bet you that they won't be either uh, Jeep or the legal community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, is there going to be some legal consequences for this Jeeper? It was quite a return for class, or two class, I should say, for these Westport, Connecticut high schoolers. They were out of school for 11 days, but not because of what happened today, uh, or was it yesterday? Uh, school was out for the week of February 20th through the 24th for winter break. That was just normal there. They're out of school for that week anyways. The following Monday was a professional development day, so they got another day. Tuesday mm-hmm. ended up being a snow day. So they got mm-hmm. another day. So wow. the, the, the last day that these kids were in school for a full day was back on February 17th. So fast forward to today, it's March 2nd as we are recording this. Um, and uh, on when it was yesterday, March 1st, um, school was supposed to be back in session for the first time in, in you know, uh, almost two weeks. Um, but uh, not before a massive delay of several hours. So why the delay? It wasn't because of snow. It was actually because of a Jeep, a teacher Uh-oh. Jeeper. And this Uh-oh. teacher Jeeper crashed through a wall of the school. And not just any wall. Oh, no, 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 no. They went bigger because they weren't going to go home, apparently, or something. No, they, <laughs> crashed through, they crashed through the wall of the culinary classrooms, breaking oh multiple gas lines. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so, of course, police, fire, gas company. I mean, it was all hands on deck. Uh, everybody showed up on scene. Class, it, it, wh- whatever was in school, uh, they were evacuated. This happened in the early hours of the morning. Teachers were just showing up to, uh, to school. Kids weren't really there yet. There may have been a few on campus. Uh, nonetheless, everybody was evacuated. Uh, classes were delayed for several hours. Uh, the building ended up being structurally okay because the Jeep actually managed to somehow miss the brick wall and ended up going ended up hitting (laughs) a a panel where there was a man door with some windows right next to it oh and so it like if if they were to have veered one foot or the other one way or or another this crash would have been a completely different story and there probably would have been a fatality or some at least some serious injuries uh, but the fact that the Jeep hit these windows and the doors and went into the classroom um, <laughs> meant that, uh, that there wasn't really any major structural damage. Uh, the gas lines, though, were, were, um, were punctured or, or ruptured, whatever. Uh, but then I, I raised the question, okay, you know, this, this is in, a, in an area, Westport, Connecticut. Connecticut, February, it's probably pretty effing cold. Now, I they were saying so. that, that yeah. ice could have been partly to blame for this i i don't know i'm I don't calling know. she yes. went in if, if you look at the picture she's going straight in so if it's yeah. ice usually your people react and so they're turning a wheel or they've got some sliding going on right so they would have come yeah. in at an angle i think i'm thinking that i don't know you know i wasn't there no but, but i mean, I, like I mean me. even if you were pulling into a parking space mm-hmm. the amount of momentum that the jeep would have carried even at that point into a full four-wheel lock slide yeah you still have to go up over that curb across uh-huh. the sidewalk around the wide glass. sidewalk and through the glass doors and in the windows and all that all that metal structure that's holding all that glazing in and everything like that mm-hmm. no 
Something tells me speed was a factor, possibly some target fixation. I'm yeah, or or they were, uh, you know, the foot on thought they put on the brake, but it was on the gas, and then you panic, so now you're, you know what I mean? I've seen that happen. Was there a dog by itself in this vehicle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, Tony, Tony asked that question for a good reason, because the tire carrier... Ha- or the, the, the tire it cover does. on the back, the spare has- tire uh, has a cover on the back that has the Jeep logo, except instead of the two E's, it's two paws. Oh, so this dear. is clearly a, a, a Jeeper that has a, a, a Jeep dog as well, you know, something like, or maybe possibly two, uh, we don't know. But uh, as far as I can tell from the multiple stories I was reading about this, there were no pets in the vehicle and there and were no injuries as well. I was just well. going to ask so every- you how the teacher was. And the, teacher yeah, and the Jeep failed to pause. I just got to got to add that. <laughs> <laughs> did not Nate, get did not see that coming yet. That part, listen, so. it, listen, it's possible this is a manual and she had that clutch issue, but it was, you know, the friction didn't work apparently <laughs> and Indeed. slid right in. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, I don't know. Talking about benefit of the doubt. Boy, I, I don't guess, know. I don't know. I'm trying to Trying to help her out here, or whoever the teacher, if it's male or female, I don't know. But now, thankfully, nobody was in the culinary classrooms at the time. Yes. Oh my uh, gosh. The, that, that particular part of the building was empty, so there are no injuries there. The driver of the Jeep, the teacher, was okay, was checked out on scene, uh, and was uh, was released. Uh, no, no problem. Maybe some minor bumps and bruises, but you know, all in all, in good in good health. Um, but I, I, I was raising the question. So, you know, in Connecticut, it's cold in February. Yes, possible ice, but dude. If you rupture a gas line, they're going to shut off the gas to that entire sector. I mean, that yes. th- you're going to shut stuff down. So as far as I know, a lot of those schools would be running on like either boiler or gas heat. Oh. I-, I couldn't imagine electric. Yeah. I suppose it's possible, but most, you know, m- large commercial buildings are, are heated by, by, by natural gas. So at least they are out here. I mean, it's a different region, uh, different buildings. You know, I don't know. So you're but, saying the kids well, and some of the teachers well, got their, got her a nice fruit basket. Well, <laughs> I'm thinking there were some kids and some teachers that froze their asses off. That oh, day. They well, went home and they stayed but, home for several days until it was repaired. But but I think what you're also saying, Josh, is the possibility of some sort of a rupture with the gas line and oh, that could or have been a spark. Very bad. Oh gosh, could have been horrific in this situation. With that much so. metal and brick and momentum and everything, I think it's any wonder that there wasn't an explosion. I would agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, definitely lucky. Well, hey, Jeep there, Jeep Talk Show listener. As always, we're on the lookout for the latest and greatest news and tips to bring to you, our fellow Jeep enthusiasts. So do you have any news tips or stories that you've heard about recently that you think we should cover here on the show? Whether it's a new product release, an upcoming event, or a hot topic in the Jeep community. You know, one of those hot debates that are going on right now. We want to hear from you. What's going on in your Jeep world? Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. You can find out all the different ways you can reach out with us here on the show and contact each and every one of us. Hey guys, it's George from Northern California. Got an 82 Scrambler. I listened to your uh, episode where you interviewed Matt from Howl. And I put a Howl engine harness on my Scrambler with the Chevy 350 throttle body V8. And I can tell you it's a quality product, quality company. Uh, Everything just plugged right into the GM sensors. I was able to find all new GM sensors uh, without any trouble. And then... uh, Everything's labeled. They have a really good install guide. All the wiring, like you said, is factory color-coded, so it's pretty simple. It's all loomed and just plugged right in. 
and uh, everything runs great. So uh, I had to ask a couple of questions on adapting this into my Jeep and a couple of questions regarding California smog. They responded via email very quickly or when I called. So awesome company. If you're thinking about adding uh, fuel injection to your older Jeep or a swap, highly recommend it. So love the interview. Keep them coming. Thanks. Bye. In the episode that uh, that our caller was talking about is episode 769, where we interviewed Matt of Hal EFI. So check that out. You know, if your Jeep has a carburetor, uh, that would be the CJs, of, uh, even some of the YJs, uh, and in the older ones, of course. Uh, gosh, I guess Wagoneers would uh, would be that. The older Wagoneers, uh, the Cherokees. Uh, you want to switch over, especially if you're uh, if you're taking those babies off road. Uh, you might see the benefit of not only better gas mileage, but uh, better off-angle uh, engine running a lot smoother and better, and actually not dying with yeah, an EFI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so excited to be sharing this information with you guys. I'm actually going to be participating in the Ladies Off-Road Challenge. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Not <laughs> yep. just a spectator or a spotter. You're going to be a competitor? Yes, it's pretty exciting, and it's probably not as challenging, meaning there's this difficult things to do as you think, so I'll, I'll share with you in a moment here. It's basically going to be 10 specific challenges to do that include some scavenger hunts along the way and some deadlines, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. So if this is the 7th Annual 2023 Ladies Off-Road Challenge from Charlene Bower of Ladies Off-Road Network. So if you guys know her or have heard of this network, she actually prides herself in helping women get out and learn about off-roading. Kind of fits my wheelhouse, by the way. And I decided to join this time. I've, I wasn't aware of it before. I might have done it before, but I signed up, paid my registration fee, and now I'm waiting for my packet to get started. It officially starts March 6th. So if you're listening now, which this will record after the 6th, um, you can sign up anytime and it runs through August 30th. There are going to be 10 different challenges and scavenger hunts to accomplish some things like driving right up my alley, writing your story and welding and many, many more. I can't wait for the welding challenge, by the way, Josh. I have been wanting to learn to weld for so long. I think it's going to be kind of fun. Heck yeah. So, I can give you some pointers off air uh, and uh, get, kind of maybe give you a hand. You. Yep. you betcha. Yeah. Well, apparently they didn't give us all the details yet because they're going to roll this all out uh, the week of the 6th and we'll have... Each day, they'll give us the next challenge, and then we have the full time to be able to complete it. But apparently on the welding, they're going to send us some metal pieces for us to practice with. And then, oh, cool. some, and then some sort of a project that we have to actually complete, which I'm excited about. Um, so that'll be fun. Oh, that's but, great. If you have a purpose, that's a yeah. wonderful way to learn. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, But they're going to do some things like how to do off-road uh, shopping. I assume that's going to be for parts or pieces or things i don't know it's kind of funny Again, no you actually get to drive through a grocery store in yes. a jeep yes. <laughs> curbside delivery we, on the we have drive through uh <laughs> alcohol uh snacks and alcohol places here literally yeah, drive through them of course you do it's yeah. in texas Gosh, exactly <laughs> uh but anyway what i thought would be really cool is that um if any of our lady listeners uh want to participate i've got the uh the link to go ahead and sign up in the show notes, um, but it's just ladiesoffroadchallenge.com. Uh, but I thought it'd be kind of fun to get any of our listeners who want to give this a challenge. You don't have to be super experienced, apparently. You can decide to do just a few pieces of the of the 10 challenges. You can do all of them. 
Um, you can sign up anytime between now and August, but of course, the more time you have, uh, the better it would be. Um, but they're going to do things like uh, vehicle prep. The one thing I'm really excited about is the Keep Our Trails Open Challenge. They said there was 10 different things in that. I'm sure it's going to be things like picking up trash or getting involved in, you know, oh, with, some sort of a with group. With trails in your backyard. I mean, I don't think yeah. that's going to be <laughs> any issue I don't think I'm going to have. That's no. right. It's going to be fun. In um, fact, Wendy, I think because of your your location, you're going to have a leg up on a lot of competitors. I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't want to be too whatever. So I just want to. Give it a try and be hey, open I'm about it. Hey, I'm all Team Wendy right now, so I, you, you got me in your corner. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. So basically what I thought it'd be fun to do is just uh, bring it out there to the to the Jeep Talk Show. Let people know about it. If you guys want to join, like I said, check it out. What I also thought would be fun is that I would like to do updates because we have to turn in one challenge minimum each month. So the end of uh, March, there'll be one and then April, May, June, all the way through. So I thought it'd be fun to do, uh, just an update on the show of whatever I completed. And then if you guys participate as well, you can write in and tell us what you did. Of course, there's a networking system within this whole group. So I'm sure I will get to meet those people online that way, but I'm also going to do video. I think of these challenges and then post them on the Jeep Tech Talk Show, different sites, Facebook and Instagram, and then also in our Trails 411 site as well. So I think it'd be kind of fun just to do a little bit of stuff. I do plan, by the way, Josh, to do all 10 and to find all of the things in the scavenger hunts. And I guess there's all kinds of little things to find along the way. Um, I might be well, just Well, you got to get bit. out of your driveway first. So you got about yes. eight feet of snow that needs to melt yes. before any of this can uh, happen, by the way. I know, so, I know. Yeah, it's, so at least I have a week before this starts, but I just think it'd is be a lot of fun. Just out of curiosity, is is a snowball on the list just <laughs> by chance? Boy, I hope so. Yeah. How, <laughs> how to shovel snow in a short amount of time. Yes. Thank you very much. But anyway, I just thought it'd be kind of fun. I, I found it. Um, I know that Charlene does a really good job with women in general and really just tries to encourage people to get out there and drive. And which is kind of what we do here on the show and what my segment does is teaching you how to get out and be comfortable. So um, one of my friends who's in our uh, local uh, Jeep club up here is has joined as well. So her and I'll, you know, kind of team up at different times and help her out as well. But anyway, I thought it'd be fun. So, Josh, have you ever done a challenge like this? I mean, of course, not a ladies challenge, but, you know, something like this. Have you ever done something like this? Not quite like this. No, there was a, um, or I should say, I don't know if it actually is still going on. There was a a tough truck type of challenge that happened up here. Uh, really? in the Northwest and it was open to all the Northwest States and it became, okay. um, a rather large event. Um, unfortunately, uh, there was a lot of, um, sore losers in it for a couple of years because some local cats, uh, here local to me, uh, actually won two years in a row with oh. like a piece of crap Jeep Cherokee <laughs> or Comanche or something like that. And yeah. I mean, it was, it was like, the, it was like a gambler 500 vehicle almost. I mean, oh, it was my. the biggest POS out there, <laughs> but they were knocking down the challenges faster than anybody else. And the vehicle was so well built, despite how it looked that it didn't have any mechanical problems. And it did very, very well in all of wow. the off-road and obstacle challenges. And so they, they were able to complete, uh, complete the challenge and everything far before anybody else. And with a lot more points on the board than anybody else did. And so these guys that had, you know, hundred thousand 
a dollar race teams, these, you know, six figure trucks and everything like that were coming out here to compete with this thing. were getting extremely butthurt that they were getting beat by a $500 POS. <laughs> by a little tiny thing. I love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think and, they and call so, those sleepers, which are so much yeah. fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> so there was some, I think there was some rule changes and then the COVID hit. And I, so the, I don't think the event has happened in like three or four years. So um, whether or not it's coming back in 2023, uh, I, I'll probably find out around May. Uh, it's usually around the end of the summer type of, uh, you know, August, September is usually when that when that, that was happening. So, um, yeah, and I can't remember the exact name of the event. I'm, I'm sure there's uh, Oregon listeners out here right now that are just like, God damn it, Josh, it's this event, you son of a... <laughs> so it's... <laughs> I yeah, still, so I still I'll, say I'll that's a good thing to do just to get people to call in. <laughs> so I, I was at the time, um, I was uh, president of the Northwest chapter of NAXGEN, North American XG Association. And I had, uh, you know, people in my constituency that were competing in this. Uh, mm. And so I, I was more along the lines of behind the scenes, uh, sure. you know, helping up the teams with uh, logistics and behind the scenes type of stuff. So I didn't actually compete. I uh, wasn't actually a part of the event. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, it's something that, uh, was going on here at a little bit of a part of, and, and in the future, definitely going to try and get in. And Wendy, for well, all that is holy, even if yeah. you're not in charge of it, don't yeah. run out of gas because no, no. you will never hear the end of it. <laughs> Bill is not, oh, God. I'm just kidding. Bill would not let her leave Bill that down. No, is waiting. Right. He's biding his time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just thought it would be kind of fun to do. You can always learn something. Oh yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I'm looking for. It appears so far to be nothing major challenging, like as far as the driving is. It's going to be basically probably on easy roads, um, that kind of thing. But again, I don't know all the details yet. So I'm hoping, I'm so excited to get So is it be like an information up. packet that they mail you or yes. something? Is, was yes. there a buy-in on this? Did you have to, like, yes. it's a $300 registration fee or something? Because if they're going to be mailing no. stuff to you, like metal, I mean, that yeah. there's a cost behind all of that. So I'm sure that they want to you know, get compensated for some of that. Yeah, it was uh, $79 to do the challenge, which I think is a great price. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you wanted to become a lifetime member, you could do that as well. I thought for this challenge, I'm going to do what, what I'm doing right now and then decide later. Yeah, that makes sense. To do that, well, so. and as far as I know, the Ladies Off-Road Network does more than just this event. They do events oh, on yes. the basis regionally she travels yeah. around yeah yeah she does and she does a camping thing and there's all stuff and again it's for women getting out and sort of getting in and driving and learning to do things so so i think it's going to be quite educational as well especially for people like my friend who's doing it she um doesn't have as much driving experience she's uh, more of a newbie driver as far as her jeep isn't set up to be doing rock crawling but she goes out with us all the time and rides with us so she has a lot of experience more so than physically driving. So I think it's going to be for all levels. I think there's going to be some areas that someone might excel in and somebody else might not. Um, I teamwork. think it's just, yes, it's all teamwork. And it sounds like it's going to be a networking thing where if you, like, for instance, if I didn't know anybody in my direct area that knew how to weld, I can reach out to them and maybe there's somebody in the group that they know that could help us, right? Kind of a deal. So, well, we got, we I, got Larry, Jeep and Mo uh, working I with us know. behind the scenes. And if anybody can give you, and I'm talking yes. expert level advice, it is him. Yes. And, and he is him. definitely somebody's brains you would love to pick uh, to get some, just a 30,000 foot flyover crash course on, on some yeah. welding tech. 
Well, he's already on my list. The minute I get whatever it is I'm supposed to do, I'll be saying, okay, what does this mean? And help me out here. And of course, Bill's <laughs> right done on. welding. But, Larry, oh, and I'm yeah. sure he'll be he'll be more than happy to Larry help Larry and Duke are yeah. getting the Jeep right now. They'll be there directly. He drives anywhere. For my training. Okay, Larry, I'll see you soon. Yes, and he loves wheeling out here. So anyway, I just thought this would be fun. I went ahead and jumped in both feet. Um, but I will give you guys updates and see what happens. Who knows? And well, so I am... At the risk of pissing off a lot of people, I'm wondering if I can participate in this event if I identify as a woman. <laughs> well, I'm sure can. you can because you're coming from Oregon, so I think it's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> just demo, just regionally. Oh yeah, no, he's from Oregon. Okay, he's on he's on the level. He's yeah. good. <laughs> you're gonna need to travel from Oregon to California to go to a Walmart pretty soon, Josh. So this will work out two times. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> crazy, crazy. So. Well, if you're listening and uh, you're going to participate in this, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out on the Jeep Talk Show website and contact me. Otherwise, if you're already signed up for the challenge, um, I'll probably connect with you on the network that they're doing. So just keep us posted on that. And by the way, if you're a new Jeep owner, you might be looking for some guidance on how to get the most out of your vehicle. Well, that's why you listen to Doobie Nuggets. We're always on the lookout for story ideas, too. So let us know. We always want to share some tips and advice for all of our new Jeep owners. So do you guys get the feeling that uh, the lawbreaker always wins? Yes. I mean, always. more so Look these days. The yeah, more so no, these the days. the cartoons that I used to watch, the, the oh. guy that wore the black hat with the mustache usually always ended up in handcuffs. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> the coyote, Elmer Fudd. Yes, uh, but. But Tony, sadly, in California and probably Oregon, oh, the no, bad guy no, def- always definitely wins. in Oregon, without question. <laughs> definitely I, I California. Well, that's, I think that's one of the reasons why all the WalMarts are closing out there. I was I just read a news story about that. They're closing all the WalMarts all greens. in Portland. All greens. Really? Walgreens. Wal- no. Damn speed reading class. So, uh, but I think it has a lot to do with the lawlessness that's going on and people not being prosecuted or even encouraged to, to shoplift. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so I received another call. I don't know if if I told you guys that I, I did finally get a call for the investigator, the deputy sheriff that was investigating the case. And yes. uh, when he you called, you reached out to him, right? And you well, were just I, kind of I called him back. He, yeah, yeah, but he called, right? Yeah, he called you. So uh, when I talked to him, and I don't know why, other than he was just checking in, I guess um, he hadn't reviewed the the security footage yet. <laughs> so there wasn't a lot that he could tell me as far as how good the security footage was. I had not seen it, so I didn't know. So uh, he said he was going to call me back after he looked at it. I hadn't heard from him in a, a week or so, uh, and uh, I tried calling him back. Well, he finally got back with me today, and you're going to love this. So, so it, real, real it, quick, it makes Tony, sense. If, uh, somebody has just joined us, and they're, they're not sure exactly what it is you're talking about, um, uh, just give them a, a really quick you know, 10-second recap of, of why we're talking about uh, deputy sheriffs and, and cases and, and lawbreakers and stuff like that. Yeah, on uh, uh, January 13th, it was a Friday, uh, somebody at Sam's Club parking lot at around 9.30 to 10 a.m., bright, sunny day, decided to key the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator. Gosh, man. They, they peeled up plastic on the driver's side uh, flare, and then... That's how hard they were pressing yes. the key. Yes. So it was or, it was purposeful. Or, or whatever it was that they were using, I'm assume, assuming it's a key because it's like whenever you see a vehicle keyed 
And then they, they took that and went across the front of the hood and over to the other side on the opposite flare. They didn't peel the plastic up on that one. And the hood was not as uh, um, aggressive, I guess you would say, as the flare was. And there were several marks on the, the, on the flare. So it wasn't just one mark on the flare where they peeled up the plastic. I just remembered that one because that's the one I saw. So uh, I, I reported it to the police, and uh, there were several people on our Discord server that said, oh, nothing's going to come out of this because this is something that uh, the, the police have uh, much better things to do than uh, to take care of something that is just uh, a deductible on your insurance and it's fixed. And I thought to myself, no, no, certainly not. So uh, about a, it took a little over a month for an investigator to get to it. And remember, I was calling every week. Not making a nuisance out of myself other than just checking on the status. So I got the call today and I was told that the video footage doesn't show exactly or clearly that my uh, gladiator was uh, uh, attacked or the criminal mischief that this looks like it would be. So they wanted some more pictures of the damage uh, that was done to the front of the Jeep so they could kind of correlate the position of the guy in the video. And uh, unfortunately, that even though they have video of the, the perpetrator, the potential perpetrator, uh, either coming in to Sam's Club or leaving Sam's Club, and I'm talking about the inside camera, not the one on the top of the building, that the, as the deputy said, the, 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 license, uh, the license, uh, driver's license photo looks to be old, and it doesn't exactly match the person that they saw coming and leaving oh. Sam's Club crying out loud yeah so uh, extremely nice uh deputy uh, and and i understand this isn't a major deal for them uh they have a lot of things that are a, a lot more important but my concern is that even though and i was told that the the guy that they were and i was giving no given no information from the deputy by the way i already know okay. the guy's name and address and all the rest of that stuff from another source Okay. Uh, so anyway, he said that the, the guy that was the owner of the truck uh, does not have a criminal record. So they don't have any information like photographs or anything uh, from, from their records or um, police records uh, elsewhere. So uh, he was looking on social media to try to find uh, this guy's name and a picture to try to use that to identify. So he said at this point, he is not able, he would not be able to sit on uh sit in a uh sit in court and say that this is the man that they saw and this is the man that did the damage that's just bs so, to me i don't i don't know i mean cuz i look drivers licenses around the nation are good for what 6 to 8 years on average yes somebody is going to age in 6 to 8 years especially if they're in their 50s or 60s there's going to be some some graying going on or something you know i don't i mean there's going to be some change so i, I I mean, either either it is the guy or it's not. It's like, well, it could be kind of sort of... In, no, dude, come on. This this guy is sort of wish-washing, and he just doesn't want to commit. Well, I, if you, I mean, if I understand what he's talking about. side-by-side pictures of this person and their driver's license, and you went to 10 different people, nine and a half of them are going to tell you, yeah, that's the dude. Well, he actually, he actually asked another officer uh, to, for that exact thing because he wanted to make sure it wasn't just him. And the, and the other officer agreed. It wasn't it wasn't enough where they could say it was the same person. So it's it's possible that he loaned his truck or he sold it to somebody. And I told him, I said, well, he bought the truck in November of 2022. 
So I doubt that uh, that he sold it. But sold you're it. right; he could have sold it five minutes before Possible. before yeah. he went to the thing. But I, I gave him some other information uh, that I got from Sam's. But the guy goes there three times a week, <laughs> and where he works, et cetera, et cetera. So mm. this is, uh, and, I, and I asked, I said, "Well, you gonna are you gonna go to the guy's house?" And then he didn't chuckle, but I kind of chuckled because I thought about it. It's like, well, you got murder suspects, you got people doing drugs and selling drugs and so on and so forth. And I'm asking a police officer if he's going to (laughs) drive to north of San Antonio (laughs) to knock on the door (laughs) and see if this is the guy. Put the pressure on him. I've seen TV before. I know how it works. Is is, is that a 15-minute drive or is that an hour and a half drive? San Antonio is about 210 miles from here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, That's a bit. (laughs) Yeah. And and this is north of San Antonio, where the this guy that we suspect of doing this uh, lives. So, uh, and, and which is well, he really went out of his way to do some vandalism. Well, I'm just saying. Well, and the the, the sheriff told me because I said he's a registered nurse, and so he is he is working here, uh, especially since the that he goes to Sam's about three times a week, which could be uh, that could be an over uh, oversimplification, or uh, the guy's just saying that. Because uh, he's seen him there so much, but I, I think he's working there. And and the deputy actually said, well, he has a, a relative that is a uh, like a traveling nurse, and they will go and work a couple of twelve-hour shifts in another city and then come back home. So I said, oh yeah, I guess so. It's always possible. But uh, he is at Sam's Club a lot. I've done everything except stake out Sam's Club. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing too is, I mean, I suppose on social media, it's pretty easy to find people this days. Not these him, days, unless he's you know, older and doesn't do any of that kind of stuff, but somebody connected to him. Yeah. Is, but then it's like, well, did he do it just one time because he was pissed about something? Did you cut him off in the parking lot? Not that that's a reason for it. Or he he was, that truck was parked and nobody in it. When I pulled up behind it, it wasn't, there was nobody walking away from it. There was nobody that, uh, I, I, no, there was no interaction. And there was Mm. no interaction with anybody that, uh, have a cutting off or anything like that. Uh, and uh, it was a good 15, 20 minutes after we exited uh, the, the Jeep uh, that he uh, uh, keyed the vehicle. And do you, do you have a camera on board on the dash? I do, but it goes off with the uh, the power on the, uh, the Jeep. Oh, man. That's too bad. But we have multiple angles from Sam's Club's 21 cameras mounted on the front of their building. Oh, my goodness. But, but so, you haven't seen that footage yet. No. God, that's too bad. I, and I don't know that it that it would ever happen because uh, Sam's Club doesn't want uh, vigilante justice. Oh, sure. of course <laughs> oh, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so anyway, I know the guy's name, address, email, phone number uh, of the suspect. <laughs> so, of the suspect. Club. <laughs> Wait a minute. There there are ways during through Facebook to shame him out and and call it out without. He's, you could either he's use not a picture on, he's or not on name. any social media. It doesn't no, but his family is, trust me. I mean, I'm telling his you, his wife isn't. <laughs> there's people who know him that would be. And I've seen this done. Hey, we're looking for this person. This is this for you know, whatever. So there are ways to actually pursue this well, if you wanted to. I but. mean, I think that I, with the information and the case information that we currently have, uh State Farm probably could uh, go after him uh after uh uh, they after they fix the vehicle for me, they would definitely go go after this guy. But it's not right. the same thing as having the police come up there and uh, no. you know, oh, I, no. I, I and you don't they're, know how many times this has happened. He has no criminal record, so because he, he hasn't been caught, we don't know. That's what I'm saying. On. We yeah. we don't know how many times he's done this. I mean, to be or, so blatant about it 
in the middle or of the daytime. one time, whatever, and he just lost it, and he's, you know, who knows? Yeah, still not acceptable. But I, anyway, I agree 100% but, with you. Oh, I didn't think you were uh, giving a, a, an excuse. I'm just saying no. even it's a one-time <laughs> thing. It's not acceptable. Yeah. So my question to uh, you guys and the listener, should I call him and ask him why he did this? You know he's well, going to deny I mean, he'll, he'll he hang is. up on you or, you know, or whatever. Or I just, and then block you on the phone. Um, oh you know, God, I guess what's hilarious, though, is, is the wife answers the phone. Yeah. And, and, and you kn- I, I'm, I'm assuming you know his name? Yes. Okay. I know her and, name. And so, and so you, you can just be like, uh, oh, good afternoon, Mrs. Jones. Um, uh, you don't know me, but unfortunately, I know your husband. Uh, and on this date, um, at this location, he vandalized my vehicle. <laughs> I don't know I'm him personally, but, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know him personally, but through his deed and deeds and security footage. <laughs> so yeah. I know it's illegal to, um, uh, act like you're a police officer in person. Can you no, do it over the phone? Not gonna, not gonna <laughs> no, you can't do it on the phone. You're not going to say, you know, this is, this is officer Jeep talk show. Uh, <laughs> I have some questions for you, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, so anyway, the, uh, the the investigator is continuing to look on social media to see if he can find a picture. Uh, I told him I don't think you will because I couldn't find I couldn't find one, and I was doing this uh, like two three weeks ago. Once I got the information of the uh, the individual, so, so I'm just hoping nothing. He doesn't wind up dead because they the police know I know who it is <laughs> and where he lives. <laughs> So I, I do have a question for you, Tony. In uh-huh. Texas, is there a law that you have to disclose that you're uh recording somebody on the phone no well that would be fun for the show oh yeah uh, no absolutely it's going to be recorded no, regardless you make a phone call that has to be recorded that was just, just, i mean here i that, am that's like, a mandate at this point I, yeah. i'm sorry yeah, i was just trying to figure out how i could get him to answer the question without you know like the oj answer where you don't actually admit you did the crime <laughs> but yeah. if if i if i did do the crime this is why i would have done it that type of thing Hypothetically, <laughs> Hypothetically, if you happen to be at Costco and this is what happened, do you think it would have been you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what's going on oh. with that. I mean, I, I'm sure it's a oh, lot more man. interesting to me than it is everybody else. Uh, I'm but, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot to yeah. deal with. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a Jeep. It's fine. I, it, it, nice, bright lights. You can't see the scratches. So love them tiry lights. So. <laughs> Yes, very nice life. Anyway, I get the feeling this is the end of this story. Uh, If more happens, certainly if I make the call, uh, you guys will be the first to hear it. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And did you know that cheese is just a loaf of milk? But that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling (laughs) to say the word coffee sounds a whole lot better than Hot bean juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. Uh, and depending just, on where you live, a lot less racist, too. But You know what? <laughs> I, I, I have a quick question, though. I thought Nikki G said he was going to be a percentage 18. better for 2023. I think it's Did overall. I, I think he, it fluctuates. It, it's an average. Oh, yeah, he's, I think it. he's okay, working good. on an average. Uh, but okay, I understand your question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. I understand. 
So we love you, Nikki G. Hot bean <laughs> juice. Uh, if you're lucky, that uh, doesn't happen the day after homemade chili. Am I? Am I right? Am I right? Oh my <laughs> gosh! Really? You had to go there, Tony. <laughs> well, Nikki G always says he has nowhere else to go. You can't go he wrong. Does, correct. <laughs> you can't go wrong with a, a potty joke. <laughs> God. All right, you guys know about our interviews, right? We do four yes. episodes a week, and every Friday we have interviews. And by the way, I'm uh, starting to record new interviews, uh, and that'll be important to think of here in a, in, in a few minutes here on the show. But uh, our next uh, interview, this coming Friday, we have a special guest interview with Greg Randolph. God bless you for having a name I can pronounce. VP of Marketing at DECT. A leading manufacturer of Jeep drawer systems. You know what I'm saying when I when I say draw, yes. drawer. I know Josh absolutely. does. Red drawers, absolutely. No, oh I've, no, I've I, yeah. not not decked, but uh, I've right. installed various versions of yep. of these things. Yeah. So they have a whole bunch of these things for different trucks, but the uh, and obviously they they only have it for the Jeep Gladiator. So they don't have one for the Wrangler yet. But they do have it for the Gladiator. And this thing is fantastic. you got to listen this coming Friday and hear more about this. And, of course, check out their, their, uh, their site at Decked.com. You know, if you're a Jeep enthusiast or interested in a great accessory for your Jeep Gladiator, you won't want to miss this interview. Hey, guys. It's Bob. Two Jeep, Jeep guys here. Uh, calling in from Florida this weekend, actually. It's beautiful down here. Much wow. better than the cold north. But I'm calling to say, Josh, it is pronounced Okaboji. You said it right. Oh. Wendy, my lovely wife, not the lovely co-host or Nikki G's lovely wife, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Uh, We actually got married right on Lake Okaboji. Oh, Oh, Uh, And as far as ice fishing goes, it used to be that you had to wear, uh, you took your seatbelt off and rolled your window down when you drive out on the ice. Oh, yeah. That way, when you heard it starting to crack and it broke through, you could get out quicker and easier. Eject, eject, eject. You also would uh, have to make sure you knew which direction shore was because once the it got dark and you couldn't see, oh, some of the lakes are so big you could drive for several minutes and never get to shore. So <laughs> usually they put out warnings on the uh, lake. They put out cones or signs, and then a lot of the locals just automatically know that there's a spring or fast current, which prevents thick ice from forming, and that's dangerous spots. Ah, yes. uh, Oh, and also, uh, I'll bet if there was five guys out on the ice, Chuck could go out and go ice fishing. (laughs) Everybody knows he's his favorite burger joint. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. You're such a party pooper. <laughs> that was so funny. It's one burger joint that's been mentioned here on the show that we do have here in Oregon. <laughs> it, it's really good. Five Guys, they have uh, has really good tasty meat. Too easy. <laughs> not, I'm not going to touch it. Just, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just keep going. I think, I think Josh is up next. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Josh. You know, you give us uh, good stuff. What good stuff do you have for us this week? Well, you know, you kind of teased it earlier in the show uh, with the his and hers, and and mm-hmm. that's exactly kind of the inspiration I, I got uh, behind this uh, the, behind this uh, this pick of the week for your Jeep. Uh, and this is multi-purpose dash mount kit is what they're calling it. It's designed for the Jeep Wranglers, uh, the JK model specifically, 2011 to 2018, uh, but also works for the Gladiators as well. 
Uh, it's composed of durable polycarbonate. It's a tray, essentially, that mounts to the upper dash pocket. Uh, so that pocket that you have up on the dash, this goes in that um, and still retains your pocket. So you still get the pocket, um, uh, but uh, this insert goes into it that has its own built-in pocket. In the back side of that pocket, it has three of these little buckle slots. Um, and, uh, and the whole thing is made out of um, a thick uh, sound deadening TPU tray mat uh, that has in there, uh, it has two ball mounted flexible goosenecks with cell phone holders that go into one of the, or two, I should say, of the three uh, slots that uh, is incorporated into this. Uh, those can hold iPhone or Android smartphones up to 3.6 inches wide. Uh, the three slots and the flexible goosenecks enable easy, customizable access to your phone, camera, GPS, navigation, other ball-mounted accessories. What I liked about this is that the those little buckle mounts, you can drop a GoPro mount right into one of those. So you've got the his and her cell phone wow. mounts with the included goosenecks, with the included cell phone holders, plus a third central mount that you could easily just drop in a GoPro. I and love now it. you've got your two cell phones, you've got your navigation, you've got the co-pilot going on, whatever. Now you've got your dash cam going as well, and it's all securely mounted, all in one place, and you still retain your pocket. The whole thing, all together with all the hardware and the arms and the holders and everything else, it's all just 44 bucks. So I don't see it here, and I, I was looking at something else while you were going through this, Josh. I apologize. Shopping while doing the show. Well, I was, uh, I I was, I I was digging that. around in the show notes, so it was somewhat professional. Um, the, do these charge the phones? Do they have the no, wireless this isn't charge? Like, this isn't like your awesome, super cool, automatically opening and closing, proximity sensing, uh, wireless right. charging uh, devices that you have. Those are certainly much more technically advanced than what these are. These are just strictly holders. Uh, they don't have any wireless charging capabilities or anything like well, that. Well, you so. can always plug in the bottom of it. I was just curious because 44 bucks that would just be amazing if it did all that. Uh, well, this, is, this is a great tool for, you know, for the price. The other question I would have is how would it do, Josh, when we're wheeling really off-road? You yeah, know, with the that was kind of my that, question, That too. was going to be the one caveat that I that I was um, wanted to mention. Now, out of the 600-some-odd reviews that the that this device has or the, these things have um, uh, that uh, gives it about a four-and-a-half-star review with, uh, you know, 600-some-odd reviews or whatever, um, there was one or two complaints um, from some people that said, if you're into some really serious rock crawling, this probably isn't going to be for you. So if the vehicle suddenly and viciously, violently dives over to one side because <laughs> you're, you're unloading the suspension because of the rock you're on, well, chances are these goosenecks are going to move around a little bit. Um, you got okay. some serious washboard gravel roads. You're into desert racing. Um, you're into the Jeep speed stuff. Well, this probably isn't for you. Um, uh, but if you're into some mild trails, uh, you're into the overlanding thing, absolutely, this would be a perfect addition for your Jeep. I think what you're saying is there may be some oops upside the head factor uh, in this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think the, the the goosenecks are quite that long, but yeah, I mean, nonetheless, uh, if you're if you're into some some serious wheeling uh, and the Jeep does some some pretty hard bouncing around, uh, then this might not be the best solution for a cell phone holder for you. So, you but if you're into if you're into mild wheeling or, or just some gravel roads or just camping or overlanding, stuff like that, then this would be a perfect solution. Oh, and a great way to just hold your phone while you're traveling or, or off-road. So, yeah, this is they're wonderful. Uh, I couldn't find one like I wanted. Uh, so I went with 67 Designs for their mount for the Gladiator and the little balls that go on top of that, uh, that mount. 
and uh, the uh, I used the uh, carbon uh, fiber uh, necks that they provide. But I went with something completely different uh, from Amazon that actually uh, holds and charges the phone. And then I got a, a ball-to-ball adapter so I could uh, hook it up to the uh, the carbon fiber uh, yeah, neck. used a RAM mounts hardware for, for that? Or no, was it something none else? of it was RAM mounts. Um, oh, okay. So it was, uh, it was really an inexpensive um, charger thingy bobby that would clip into the 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 fins of uh well, the, the, one, a, the one ac vents one thing you should probably mention is and although those and i've used those devices that tony has oh, that's right jeep. you did I've, use that I've, I've been in his jeep now twice um i have mounted my cell phone uh into those holders uh in in multiple occasions uh they are super neat uh they are absolutely a, a conversation piece definitely a, a piece of bragging equipment but if your if your phone does not have wireless charging capabilities, that is an expensive feature that is an absolute waste for you. Oh, absolutely. But you like like I was saying, you could still uh, plug in the bottom of it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the thing I was getting to was is that now I'm not a, a hardcore buggy bouncing off-roader, but I uh, have taken the Jeep off-road. You've, you've been in it. You know uh, it gets a little bumpy. No problems whatsoever. Your phone stayed in there. My phone always stays in there. It's never come yeah. out. No, and not only that, they didn't shift position nope. or fall out of their mounts or fall apart or anything like that. Now, there was a couple of times where my hand got a little bit too close and I pushed the button and it opened up and it fell. <laughs> that is uh, the problem that with my, bouncing around. That's the bad problem with bouncing around. <laughs> yeah, is you're, you're bouncing around. The phone you're, may not be bouncing around, but your hands are and you're yeah. trying to trying to get to something on your screen and, oh, crap, I accidentally touched the side of it and it opens up and I, now I'm digging on the floor for my phone. Yeah, and, and it's not. they're not actually buttons. They're capacitive touch buttons. So yeah, you don't like, even have to press on it. You just no, accidentally no, you, go you, buy it. Yeah, just graze it. I yeah. mean, oh, hair on your knuckle touches it and it's going to... <laughs> no, but seriously, um, Tony's uh, devices are really cool. Um, I, I highly recommend you check them out if you're if you're into it. Uh, Tony, uh, let them know what that manufacturer was once again. Uh, I don't know. I, I got it off of Amazon. I actually need to talk about it on the show one time or, or give it to you as a... Uh, oh, I thought you said it was like Studio 67 or something well, like that. Well, the, the mount is, is uh, 67 oh. Designs, uh, oh, okay. but the, the pieces that hold the phones, completely different. Well, they can figure that part out themselves. Yeah. No, 67 Designs has some really nice stuff. It is pricey, but it is very, very solid. And the great thing was, I didn't have to cut or drill anything for the Gladiator mount. It it just went in there exactly how it needed to. I can take it off and and move it to another Gladiator or, you know, whatever I want to do. Well, we hope this segment was helpful in giving you some ideas for how to outfit your own Jeep. And we'd love to hear about any other must-have products that you found useful for yourself uh, or for your, maybe your friend's build and stuff like that. Share your tips and suggestions with us on uh, social media channels, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, we're a heck, we're everywhere. So you, no problem on finding us. Uh, or you can just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out all the different ways to reach out with us here at the show. Now, Josh, I know you're aware of this, uh, probably sorely aware. Uh, Wendy, I don't know about you or not, uh, but uh, we, we've we had discussions about using Patreon in the past. Okay. Uh, and, uh, Josh, I think you were recommending this uh, on a number of occasions. Yeah, you and I, I think, have been this having got, this conversation. This for got a pissed off and years, stopped talking right? about it. <laughs> <laughs> A sore subject. <laughs> so uh, I was uh, I was listening to somebody the other day, and they were talking about Patreon. Not me. 
Chris, yeah, Chris uh, has been talking to me about Patreon. Dan Greck, who we're going to be having back on the show, The Road Shows Me, he's going to be back on the show very soon. He's going to be doing a, a roundtable Q&A, by the way. And I think it's, oh, cool. uh, I think it's on the 21st uh, of this month that, that he's got okay, it scheduled. i got to save the date on that one. Yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, Dan Greck uses uh, Patreon. A number of uh, the uh, shows that are in the 4x4 Radio Network uh, use Patreon. So uh, I'm trying to listen to other people. Uh, and uh, do some things. I, I'll still, we'll say no a lot, I know, but I'm tr- trying to make use of the, the Jeep Talk Show team, and uh, we're going to try to do uh, some Patreon stuff. So uh, I just want to get that out front. I didn't want to pretend like it wasn't something that people have been telling me for years to do. <laughs> so, uh, Wendy, do you know anything about, uh, about Patreon? Are you a Patreon subscriber on anything? I'm not a subscriber, but I am aware of it. I think it's something we should definitely look into for the show. Well, where, where, it, well, where were you a couple of years ago? You could have told me that then. <laughs> you, you haven't asked. I've been with you for how many years now? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> if there was a neck here, I would be wringing it. That's all exactly. I'm doing. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. the reason why I'm doing it. So, so Josh, I think some of these things you had suggested a number of years ago that, uh, that I have here in the show notes. Yeah, I because uh, we we've sort of been down that rabbit trail a, a couple of different times and kind of did some outline, just some sort of look. See, if we're going to do this, what would this look like? How could we make it work? You know that t- kind of stuff. What but would differentiate really it? it what, what, yeah, what would be the value of doing it? Why would it be a value to somebody? Right, because you're not going to get something for nothing type of thing, and or right. nothing for something. I guess it would be in in that case. So, um, and and so yeah, it had to uh, certainly come up with a um, a short list, if you will. Of, of things that we could offer um, that would be worth people's investment. Oh, and I like that, a short list. And this is not the final list, but these are no, some things. No, this is going to be something that is uh, in a constant state of flux. Yeah, uh, trying to improve it and make it more uh, uh, better for you, the listener, a reason for you to spend your money with us. So uh, one of the things we're looking at doing uh, is ad-free content, which we couldn't have done up until relatively recently. Uh, that 2022, we started having ads uh, on our on our episodes. Uh, they seem to be fine. I have had no Gotta no conversations. Keep the lights on somehow. Yeah, people. I have had no conversations with anybody complaining about the ads. Uh, now that I've said that, somebody's going to complain. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, just on purpose. So uh, we really appreciate that. It's it's given us a little money to help pay uh, to uh, have the show published. I did find out that we can publish the episodes on Patreon. Uh, it doesn't cost us anything, so that's been one of the situations, especially doing four episodes oh, a week. Yeah, yeah, doing four episodes a week, we had to p- purchase more disk space so that we could provide the additional uh, episodes to you. Uh, and we want to do more episodes, uh, special content, uh, and yeah. it, it's just been difficult because we have to spend money when we run out of space to publish those episodes. At least, and it resets every month. Just, just so you know, it's not a, it's not a forever thing. It's just like if we publish uh, more than the storage that we have in one month, then we have to spend five dollars. Uh, and it for, happens. We go long on episodes. Yeah. We have special episodes. Uh, you know, impromptu interviews, things like that. And all of a sudden, well, we're out of space for the month, and we still have you know, seven shows to record. <laughs> yeah. So uh, looking at ad-free content, uh, it'll be straight from Patreon, our, our, our Patreon account. Uh, early access. I think this is going to be a big thing because we have, uh, we uh, do these interviews sometimes months before they are published. 
So if you are if you are, uh, really enjoy the interviews, and believe me, I'm as surprised the rest uh, more surprised than I guess Josh is. <laughs> People really enjoy the interviews, so uh, we're going to be able to put those interviews up a lot quicker on uh, Patreon, where you can go and listen to them. Uh, you know, once, twice, however many times, and it may be uh, weeks uh, or months before that uh, episode actually comes out. So you know, you have your choice. You can. Uh, just not pay and then wait like you've been doing or you know if you gotta have it gotta have it bastard yeah if you've got to have it gotta have it then you'll be able to uh, to get it so uh some behind the scenes content uh which is i definitely remember josh recommending that yeah uh, you get to see how the how the sausage is made or the fudge is packed or whatever wait, you want wait 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 what? <laughs> i knew i knew she wasn't gonna look up for that <laughs> wait hold on a minute here how much are they paying for that <laughs> uh no, and it's uh, not like fans only or anything like that or only fans, okay. whatever. only jeeps we're, we're not doing that sort of stuff yeah no, this really is exactly. be just sort of um you might be able to see sort of what's going on in the studios uh, as we are doing the show mm-hmm. uh possibly get some uh, behind the scenes uh, look at our own builds uh, yes. maybe even, um, you know, our personal, uh, content recommendations, uh, stuff like that. Um, be all kinds of really interesting stuff. So it's not going to be just, m- maybe, oh, gee, maybe we'll tell you stickers for 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do maybe, it for me. Maybe we'll tell you how we re- really feel. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, cause we do that already. That's the funny part. Uh, and, and like you were saying, JTS stickers, uh, we got to have a way of getting the stickers out there. I don't like just selling stickers. So this will be a great way of you getting a lot of stuff and stickers. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you'll get a couple of stickers uh, and uh, we're going to be working on this. So it's not uh, active yet, uh, but promo codes. So these promo codes that uh, other companies can give us uh, to get discounts. Uh, I, I was talking to Ken at Tyree Lights the other day, and he was reminding me that they had a 20% off discount Whoa. code. That they, 20%. That they, That's yeah, huge. That they gave uh, during Ken's interview, and he's going to see about reactivating that. And uh, we, we'll be able to put those codes. Uh, there's a great yeah. code right now. With, Papa uh, needs some amber lumens, <laughs> damn it. I need some <laughs> with Northridge 4x4, they have an excellent coupon that they did for us. So uh, those codes, we're going to put them up there so our uh, only our Patreon subscribers will have uh, access to them just by going to our Patreon site. So become a subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show by going to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. And if you haven't looked at it recently, I've gone through and uh, updated it all and put stuff in there, taking stuff out. And uh, we think that uh, this oh, Patreon... Finally, a picture with my good side. <laughs> we really think this Patreon thing is going to be uh, good for you, the listener, and uh, just like the show. Uh, we want the show to be really good for you, and hopefully this will be worth it to you to uh, be a paid subscriber to the show. Oh, and I'll mention really quick, if you're already a paid subscriber, uh, don't worry about it. You know, we appreciate it. We got the money, and uh, we're not telling you to subscribe again. You can if you want to, uh, but uh, you're uh, you're very much uh, very important to this show. We're not forgetting about you. You should have already got your stickers, your badge, your whatever it was uh, based on the level that you signed up for. And all of those paid subscriptions that we used to have have been taken off of the site. They're still wow. they're still valid with you. You know, you can still you know say that you're a paid subscriber. We're just no changing. more basic bitch for me. Yes. <laughs> Poor Josh. He was always at the nobody, bottom nobody of that list. Nobody ever picked my package. No. <laughs> oh, it's been my problem since I was 14. God, oh God here, we, here we go. I as soon knew as it, it came out of my mouth. 
Yeah, I don't know what you're doing, Josh. Just leading right into it. So, again, check out jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Scroll on down through that list, and you will see how to become a paid subscriber. Hey, and while you're there, you can also see uh, how to sign up for the Jeep Talk Show newsletter. And that's going to get you the information on how to join in with us for our Tuesday roundtable episodes. Every single Tuesday, every Tuesday of the week, we go, and there's, there's just one Tuesday every week, right? Yeah. Still? Okay, good. Uh, every Tuesday of the week, we're going to go ahead and record an episode live with you, the listener. Uh, we invite you to come and join us around the world's biggest roundtable of nothing but Jeepers. Who knows who's going to show up, too? I mean, as Tony alluded to, we may have some celebrities that pop in every now and again for a little bit of Q&A. It's a lot of fun. It happens every Tuesday. It's live, and you can hear yourself on an upcoming episode of the Jeep Talk Show as we record it. So uh, how you can join in on that fun is by, like what Tony said, heading over to our website, jeeptalkshow.com. Uh, hit that contact button or uh, jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and sign up for the newsletter today. You will not regret it. So I do not have a date or a confirmation, but talking with Tom Zelensky of Four Fest events uh, the day before yesterday, yeah. I, I was asking him about, uh, you know, let's, let's get some more G people on the show. And he yeah. says, well... Uh, we could we can always have Jim back on. Ooh. Oh, really? And I said, That'd be cool. that would be great because that way it would prove that it wasn't an accident this, the first time. <laughs> he came back twice. Yeah, that oh the, Jim Jim wasn't drunk or uh, had hit his head. <laughs> that he actually Tony intended to be on the show. The, he didn't That's lose right. A yes. no, it was, oh my gosh! <laughs> what, Poor Jim. What do you what do you bribe a guy that has any Jeep he wants? I know. <laughs> Seriously. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Jeep Talk Show. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback really does help us improve the show and reach more Jeep enthusiasts just like yourself. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. I mean, we're pretty much everywhere. You're not going to have a hard time finding us. So when you do, go ahead and uh, make sure you follow, friend, and are uh, like us and all that good stuff. Let's talk. Finally. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh, in fact, yeah, we all, we all wish we had stock. Uh, finally, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes or segments, we'd love to hear from you. We always love the interaction with uh, you, the listener. So head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. You're going to find all kinds of different ways to interact and contact us at the show. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Jeep Talk Show. <clears throat> all right, let me, let me get ready for this one. <laughs> like a virgin! Ow! Left it for the very first time, like a burger again. See your left the Jeep next to my yin-yang. Dude, why are my headlights so pointy? <laughs> it's trying to get away from your voice. <laughs> that was good. Broadcasting since 2010. I pressed the button. And it plays. <laughs> it's so <laughs> nice to actually have it work right whenever I want it to. <laughs> yeah, it was a while there. There was a good five-second delay on some of that stuff. <laughs>